Lewis. What's up, what's up? It's your boy AT and your boy AE coming to you live and direct with another episode of Bars, Rhymes and Life where we break down the bars, relate to the rhymes so we can shed light on our lives. Just listen. Welcome to another episode of Bars, Rhymes and Life. Today's track, J Huss, It's Crazy. Why the track this week? Real simple reason. Abby has just finished Top Boy. I just finished it. An incredible series. You know why it's an incredible series? Because it's accurate as fuck. The language, the character, the sets. I know the program has been exclusively produced by Drake and Future, but we all know that Ashley Walters and Kano are the show. Those two are the show. They just give it a sense of gravitas and authenticity that just cannot be replicated. Obviously, the other characters too, but those two have carried that series for five series. There, a lot of the US might not know about the one, the series one and two that used to, that came on Channel Four. I think it was on Channel Four back in the day. But yeah, I finally finished Top Boy, Kano, Ashley Walters, absolute G's. The respect I have for those two from their humble beginnings. I used to watch the man on Channel U. Ashley was so solid crew, and Kano with P's and Q's. Oh, it's different. So I decided that as I finished Top Boy, I was going to pick a UK track. Top Boy is as authentic a representation of what gang life and family life is like in the roughest estates in London, UK. Straight facts. And Jay Huss seems like an authentic representation of what gang life and family life is like in the London, UK. Straight facts. I've been listening to this song for about three months now. And I picked this song as well as the reasons that I said regarding about its connection with Top Boy and it being our first sort of real, real solidified UK track for one particular reason that will be highlighted by me on the last lines of this episode. So without further ado, let's get it. The devil in me, demon in me. I had six, but I let go of three. Told my brethren, let go of me. He said, calm down, there's no need. Me, I take everything personally. You know I'm on your side. The devil in me, demon in me. At six, but I let go of three. Tell my brother, let go of me. He said, calm down, there's no need. Me, I take everything personally. So the first two lines hit me very cleverly because JR seems to be talking about being at a certain level of animosity, devil's anger, devil's rage, and then releasing it in some manner only, only to feel like a demon after letting that energy out, be it through violence, bars, or intimidation. Follow me here. The devil in me, demon in me, 
I had six, but I let go of three. So while he was feeling devilish, he had six in the clip. Six also being a reference to the devil. Let go of three. Pow, pow, pow. Now he's only half a devil, which makes him a demon now. Jeez. That is subtle and clever for a chorus. That is subtle and clever for a chorus for me. I, I, I really enjoy listening to this track. And then going back to Top Boy, Sully and Deshane, in the end, were the cause of each other's downfalls. Deshane just wanted order and to treat it all like a business. Sully took everything personally. Deshane at times seemed to be like he could let things go. Sully would never let anything go. They were tied to the same fundamentals, the fundamentals of the street, the fundamentals of the code of being a gangster and running the shotting game but not the same principles. They were tied to the same fundamentals, but not the same principles. And while this series is an enigmatic depiction of the streets, the same could be said for any and all hierarchies of any system, be it corporate or any other. If your leadership is not aligned, guaranteed, it will all come crumbling down. Furiously, deviously, we had a mad altercation previously, but why you want to see the evil in me when I want to live my life peacefully? It's like I've been feeling real evil least recently. Not recently, but forever. Hey, yo, my brethren, pass me the leather. You know that we love in applying the pressure. It's crazy. Furiously, deviously, where I'm at altercation previously. But why you want to see the evil me when I want to live my life peacefully? It's like... I've been feeling real evil recently, not recently, but forever. Hey, yo, my brethren, pass me the leather. You know that we love applying the pressure. It's crazy. Don't it feel like Jay Huss is trying to convince himself more than us, the listener here? Highlighting a situation, trying to express that he doesn't really want to cause harm by living, quote unquote, peacefully. Then he does a full 180 and he's like, nah, nah, I, I've been feeling real mad evil recently. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, fuck that. I'm just going to carry on in my 180 direction and like double down. I've been feeling real evil my whole damn life. My whole damn life. It's not, not recently, but forever. I've been feeling real evil recently. Not recently, but forever. <laughs> that proper changed his mind well quick. And I really like it because it feels like a form of self-awareness in real time. You know, when you start like at a problem and you slowly start working your way through your, your, your thoughts and why you're feeling the way that you're feeling. You know, like you start off like, oh, you know what? I don't want any problems in my life no more. I've had too many problems in my life. So I want to try and be more peaceful. Oh, shit. No, actually, I have to face all the problems because everyone else is fucked. It's not that I'm the issue. Everyone else is the issue. No, 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 no. Wait, shit. No, no, I'm the problem. Holy fuck. I've been the problem my whole damn life. <laughs> you know, them man's are like, oh, man. Uh, why is he being like this? Why is he being like that? Why is he being like that? Why is he being like that? And then slowly but surely realizing like, oh shit, it's me. Oh shit, it's me. And I like it here because he's like, yeah, man, just leave me alone. I don't want to be such a, I don't, I don't want to be aggressive. I don't want to get in that. I don't want to cause pain. But I've been feeling mad evil recently. Hold up. I've been evil my whole life. <laughs> Bars. You don't know me, you don't know yourself. You don't know me, you don't know 
You cannot know anything about anyone until you know yourself. I'm going to repeat this. You cannot know anything about anyone until you know yourself. The more you understand yourself, the more you can figure other people out and make necessary moves accordingly. Jayhas just dropping casually with one bar here. Knowledge, truth and fire. Bars. I don't care if I'm a superstar. All them man I'm going to crucify. I believe that you can fly when I put this bonsum in your eye. Crept up on him on the sly. Fuck the law, I don't abide. I don't care if I'm a superstar. All them man I'm going to crucify. I believe that you can fly when I put this bonsum in your eye. Crept up on him on the sly. Fuck the law, I don't abide. So those first lines about not caring about superstar and just being real to the streets and what needs to happen to any of his enemies. It's dangerous talk. It's dangerous talk because this is what I've referred to in the past. That Park was like. He almost shunned his fame to attack anyone who disrespected him. And I know these are just bars from Jay Huss, but that is danger zone talk. Because people will test that theory. When you say stuff like that as a famous person, people will test that theory. Then you have to prove that theory. You have to prove your theory that, yeah, you know what? I don't care about this fame life. You come at me, you're going to get done. People will want to test that. Then you have to prove your own theory Like when people do test that. Then you end up proving your theory. But by proving your theory, guess what? Someone ends up dead. And the potential, the potential of it being you is 50-50. Then following that first line, you know one of my favourite things about Bars Rhymes of Life is learning new things. And I had no idea what bonzum means. So I searched it and I found out that it meant the word devil in the Twi language, which is a dialect of the Akan language spoken in southern and central Ghana. Which is just one, sick, two, I always think if something gives you knowledge, it's bars. If something gives you knowledge, it's bars. And that is bars. Like, if I just out of nowhere just drop, that guy's got a bonsum in him. It just gives me a different level, innit? It just gives me a different texture. Then that last line, fuck the law, I don't abide. I think it's true of anything. I feel like some form of success always almost involves some form of rule breaking. It's almost the root of disruption. Someone always thinks, I ain't going to do it that way. I want to do it this way. I want to do it my way. But by doing it my way, I will not be able to abide by your rules. So I guess Jay Huss is not doing anything wrong when he's ignoring the law, right? He's not doing anything wrong when he doesn't abide because, you know, he's a disruptor. That's banter, people. Don't break laws. Don't break laws. No point. Some people are blessed enough to be able to do such things. We're not. I want to beef the world. I want to feed him bells. Your name don't ring a bell. Come like Stringer Bell. Nah, more like Omar. I want to beef the world. I want to feed him bells. Your name don't ring a bell. Come like Stringer Bell. Nah, more like Omar. And now we come to the crux of this week's episode. I loved Top Boy. Fantastic series. Credit to everyone that was a part of it for keeping me occupied for the best part of two weeks. That's not an easy thing to do. For me to be engaged, to want to watch an episode or something once a night, every night, that's that's really good going. But nothing, and I mean nothing apart from Breaking Bad, will beat The Wire. I know this, and Jay Huss knows this too. He dropped that bar. He dropped 
this come like Stringer Bell, now more like Omar Bar, knowing that 98% of the UK listeners will have no idea who those characters are, who those two characters are. No idea. There, no way is anyone under the age of 28 going to know who those two characters are. And he still put it in. And he still put it in. And you know why he put it in? Because he's seen The Wire. You don't put a bar like that in unless you've seen The Wire start to finish. He's seen it. And if you know, you know. And that's why that's why he's put it in. And Jay Huss gets a feature on Bars, Rhymes and Life for this line alone. For this line alone, this is why he's on Bars, Rhymes and Life this week. String of Bell. What a character. Omar. Omar. Jeez. Shit, if you heard him whistling, you would fucking know if you heard him whistling. But who was more dangerous than both of those characters put together? Who was more dangerous than Stringer Bell and Omar put together? Was it Avon Barksdale? Nope. Was it Proposition Joe? Of course not. It was Brother Mazon. Where's my Harper's? Say what? Harper's, the new issue. You didn't say that when you said a new republic, an Atlantic, and a new something else. I did not forget to tell you Harper's. Every week I tell you the same shit, and every week you forget half of what I say. Tomorrow, first thing, you go down to the newsstand and you get Harper's. And the nation, too, which you also managed to forget. You know what the most dangerous thing in America is, right? Nigga with a library card. <laughs> Brother Mazone. Shit. You don't ever want to fuck a guy like that. You would never want to fuck with a guy like that. Never. Never, never, never. What a track. Love this shit. Nothing but love to Jay Huss and all of his fans. Nothing but love to all the BRL listeners out there. One. Devil in 